Today on Sexually Woke with Dr. Susan, I'm talking about how to interpret your lab results and specifically what that normal range means and how to avoid falling into the trap of being told that you're normal when you don't feel normal. And guess what? You're probably right. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of Sexually Woke with me, Dr. Susan. And today I wanted to talk to you about something that almost no doctors even know about. In fact, I will admit that I didn't even really know about this until recently. And that is about how to interpret lab values, which have this massive normal range. When you go to the doctor, you'll have your blood work done. And then the result is reported and it will say it's either within normal range or outside of normal range. And what I want to talk about is how to interpret what that means. Because when it comes down to it, unfortunately, we have to be our own advocates with our physicians who probably don't know this stuff either. So I want to talk about it specifically in relationship to our hormone levels, because this is what we talking about mostly on this podcast, because they're so deeply connected with our sexual well-being and just our general well-being and general well-being is everything, right? So uh, let me go back to the basics. I'm going to use an example of our thyroid function. So lots of us know uh, that as we get older, one of the things that slows down with age is our production of thyroid hormones from the thyroid gland. And we all know that lives in our neck. So the thyroid gland is amazing and it produces two hormones. They're called T4 and T3, just because of the way they look chemically. And these hormones basically control our metabolism. So to be very high level and simple, when our thyroid function is too low, we feel like our metabolism slowed down. It's one of the reasons why we get fat during menopause. That was a, a subject we talked about a few weeks ago on a recent episode, uh, but having low thyroid function slows down the number of calories that we burn in a day. So our metabolism slows down. It slows down everything. So our digestive system can slow down. We can get constipated. Of course, as a result of our metabolism slowing down, we can gain weight. We get really tired. Our muscles don't work very well. We lack energy. Even when you've slept all night, you can feel tired. Uh, dry skin, dry everything, dry hair. We can have hair loss. Uh, if you look on Google, and I don't recommend Dr. Google very much, but if you look on Google at symptoms of low thyroid, they can be all of those things and some others. But the big ones that I hear every single day are weight gain, dry skin, hair loss. Okay, so that's low thyroid. On the other hand, if our thyroid is too high, we kind of have the opposite of all that. We feel horribly jittery, anxious. We can't sleep. We're losing weight. Our heart rate's too high. We have um, loose bowel movements. That's a different problem, which we don't see very often because that's normally or most commonly caused by an auto autoimmune condition called Graves' disease. It's not a function of aging like low thyroid. Anyway, as you can see, when your thyroid is not optimal, you don't feel well. So I'm going to use that as an example for how to interpret your lab values. So let's just say you go to your doctor, you come see me or your primary care doctor, whomever you're seeing, and maybe you have a list of those low thyroid symptoms. You feel really tired, you're gaining weight, don't feel rusted, uh, maybe have constipation, some dry skin, all of those things. And your doctor will probably check your thyroid function 
I hope they will, because that'd be a really good idea. And then you get a result back. And if you look at the piece of paper on the left-hand side, it will say things that are, quote, in range. And over on the right-hand side, it will show things that are, quote, out of range. And then you'll see a range of numbers. For example, if we were checking your free level of T3, the normal range might say something like 0.2 to 4.5, a huge, massive range. And if you fall anywhere in there, the report will say that you're in range. So if you're not looking at it critically, you could see a number that's very, very low for you and still be described as being in range. Because here's a really amazing and kind of disturbing piece of information. The range that labs use is based on what 95% of the population has. That's it. It's describing what 95% of the gigantic population of the universe that they've measured over time has. So it's simply a statistical analysis. It's not in any way stating what's optimal or what feels good or what the best level is for you. It's just saying 95% of people have a free T3 between 0.2 and 4.5, say, for example. And if you did any statistics in college or high school, you might know what a standard deviation is. And even if you don't, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but this is a statistical program that measures two standard deviations above and below the average or the mean. So they take all the people in the world that they've measured thyroid levels on or whatever lab we're talking about. 50th percentile would be what it is. And then they add two standard deviations, which is a statistical calculation. And that will take all the way up to the 97.5th percentile and all the way down to the 2.5th percentile. So just doing a little bit of math, that leaves 2.5% on either side, 5% total. So that normal range is just simply saying this is what 95% of people that we've drawn their blood on have. And that is all the normal range states. So let's just say when you were younger, so I'm 54, let's imagine you're similar age. When you were 30 and your thyroid function was really great and you were feeling good and you could lose weight easily and you felt energetic and your thyroid function most likely, who knows, but let's just imagine it was probably around 50th percentile, maybe even higher, right? Because we're looking at a whole population. So very likely when you were 30, it was higher than 50th percentile. So let's just say the 50th percentile for free T3 is 3.5. I'll just make up a number. It's something like that. Well, maybe when you were 30, your free T3 was 4.0 and you felt really good at that number. Well, now you come in and your free T3 is 2.0. Well, guess what? It's still within the normal range, according to the lab. However, you've lost 50% of your thyroid function, using that example. If you went from 4.0 to 2.0, you've lost half your thyroid function, so you feel like shit, yet your doctor says, oh, your thyroid's fine. It's not that. Your thyroid's fine. And I hear this every single day, and it gets so frustrating to me that I wanted to talk about it because it also happened to me. My thyroid function dropped by about 50%, and luckily I knew a little bit more to look at the number critically and not just look for the labs that turn 911 red or blue over on the 
right-hand side of the piece of paper uh, because we really shouldn't be looking just for things that fall outside the normal range. In that case, we'd be looking for people who are below the 2.5th percentile or above the 97.5th percentile, and that's kind of critical. But what about people who are just not feeling great? So I'm all about having optimal hormone levels, not critically low or critically high before we do something to help. This is one of my favorite things that happens all the time. A patient will come in and she'll tell me a story and she'll have her previous labs with her from doctor somebody else. And uh, the doctor will be smart enough to recognize that last year her thyroid function was a bit borderline. This is often what it, how it's described. They might say, hey, uh, Jane, I'll call her Jane, your thyroid is kind of borderline. It's, you know, maybe about 30th percentile, but really not bad enough to treat yet. So how about just let's check it again next year and see how it is. Well, guess what? Next year, Jane's gained another 10 pounds. She's feeling even worse, more hair loss, more dry skin, more exhaustion, more relationship problems, all of the things because it's not going to go up, right? Of course, it's on a trend downward. So why on earth would we wait a year to see where it is if it's already low? It's just going to be worse next year. So when doctors like me, and I, I had this happen in my mind, I made a complete shift from understanding medicine as a sickness practice to a wellness practice. Rather than waiting for patients to get really sick before we intervene with something safe and positive, why not try to keep patients well? And, and what an amazing idea that is, right? So if your thyroid function, we're just using that example, but you could apply it to any lab that you check in the world. But if your thyroid function is below 50th percentile and you don't feel good and you have a bunch of low thyroid symptoms and you can look them up, then why on earth would we make you wait a year before we do something to intervene to help you feel better? Because guess what? In a year, it's going to be even lower, right? So I think that's such a critical piece of understanding. And um, a funny thing, or maybe it's not funny, is that I've actually asked around and I didn't find anybody other than the director of the lab that we use who knew what the normal range represented because I asked, and doctors don't know, and nobody knows, uh, except you, you know now that it represents 95% of the population that historically has been studied, and that's it. It doesn't at all mean, and I'll repeat myself because this is important, it doesn't at all mean that if you're somewhere in that normal range that that is optimal for you or recommended or the best level or anything like that. It's just simply saying that's what most people have. And guess what? I don't want to have what most people have when they're 54. <laughs> you might not want to either because what most people have when they're 54 is no estrogen, no progesterone, no testosterone, and a low-functioning thyroid, amongst other things, including low vitamin D, low B vitamins, and all, all kinds of stuff. And that those would be normal if that's what we're talking about from a statistical point of view, but they're sure as heck not optimal. So I talk a lot about optimal versus normal. I do not want to be a normal 54-year-old if we're looking at normal meaning average. I want to be an optimally functioning 
54-year-old, and I use these analogies a lot. Of course, we're a thousand multiple tens of thousands of times more complicated than a car. But if you had a 1967 car, which is the year I was born, you'd have to put some new parts in it now and then. You'd have to put some oil in it and do some things to keep it updated. It's not going to run properly without that type of care. So I don't want to have a normal 1967 car that hasn't been uh, treated really well, right? Because it wouldn't run. Most likely it would have already been uh, put in the pile of junk cars. And we don't want that to happen to us. So thyroid is probably the biggest area of misconception that I see when it comes to looking at hormonal sub-optimization, let's just say, where so many times a doctor has been told, a uh, doctor has told a patient for years over and over again, and she's gone in every year for five years, or you might have even had longer, where you've listed multiple low thyroid symptoms, and you've been told, you're normal, look, you're, you're see, you're, I can show you on this piece of paper, your result falls within the normal range. And unless you have this information, you will feel invalidated and you will feel like you're not understood. You might even feel like you're crazy because you, you know something's wrong and you're right. Something is wrong. Your thyroid probably is a lot lower than it used to be and that can be addressed. Now, we don't want it to be too high because, of course, that has a whole bunch of other problems. We just want it to be at least average, right? If I want to feel energetic and have good metabolism, I want my thyroid levels to fall at least at the 50th percentile of the massive population of the world, certainly not below. So it's very important to be educated and armed with this type of education just simply because your physicians are not. And so if somebody tells you that your thyroid's normal, my suggestion would be to ask if you could please have a copy of the labs and look at the numbers. Don't just look at whether they fall in the you know, in range column or the outer range column, but look at the numbers and make sure that you're average or above and ask your doctor those questions and they may not know how to answer you. But if, if they don't know how to answer, you can ask me and I'll give you my opinion. So that happens all the time. And that's a, a shame because we're missing an opportunity to help patients to feel good. And nobody feels good when their thyroid is low. Uh, so not only does thyroid control all the things that I already mentioned, but it's also very deeply connected with our immune system. So we know patients with low thyroid have immune function issues, and it's just a, a massive cascade. So that has to be optimized. So we've talked a little bit about thyroid, but let's talk about some other hormones. And a funny thing, I think it, maybe it's not funny, but it's certainly you have to sort of laugh, otherwise you might cry, thing is that many labs, and labs do report this differently, they report the value of, say, your estradiol, let's just say, because I'm 54, I don't produce any estradiol on my own, so my estradiol would be zero if I wasn't taking some, and they compare you to everybody else your age. So in many, many labs, most labs, in fact, if we drew the hormones of a 54-year-old and her estradiol and testosterone were both zero, because that's what mine were, that would fall within normal range. And it wouldn't go over to the side where it turns red or blue and alerts the provider to do something. It's normal to have no estrogen and no testosterone when you're 54. So it doesn't even light up or cause any provider to even look at it. And the reality in uh, Western medicine 
unless you're seeing a concierge physician or someone who has extra time on their hands, is that most of the time we have a lower level provider scan through our lab results because we're really busy. And we might tell our registered nurse or whomever's looking at those to say, hey, just tell me about the stuff that uh, turns red or blue. You know, the, tell me about the abnormal results. I don't want to hear about the normal ones. The normal ones, just send the patient a message through the portal or send them a letter, however that works, and tell them everything's normal. So there you are with no estrogen, no testosterone, no progesterone, and very low-functioning thyroid, and you get the portal message saying, hey, Jane, everything looks good. We'll see you next year, which to me just feels so dismissive, and now you're feeling crazy for having all of the complaints that we have because of menopause, because nobody has critically looked at what those numbers mean. So what's this got to do with being sexually woke? Well, just about everything, because being uh, able to live in our full aliveness is absolutely dependent on having hormonal optimization. We cannot feel our best if our hormones are not optimal. So it's critical to either do it yourself or find a provider who knows how to do it to actually look at your hormone levels with a very critical eye and ignore the normal range because that doesn't mean anything. That just means 95% of the population have this, especially if they're looking at your age group. And actually dig down and look at those numbers and, and find someone who is committed to helping you to have hormone levels that are actually average or above average, not for someone your age, but for someone who feels good, like a 30-year-old. So now my hormones are optimized and I have the hormones that are average for a 30-year-old, I feel pretty darn good. Not only that, I'm going to, barring an accident, live longer because it actually helps to repair our DNA. I'll have a much lower incidence of Alzheimer's disease, hip fracture, colon cancer, breast cancer. And before you jump up and down about that one, we absolutely know now that estrogen is neutral for breast cancer. Testosterone actually reduces breast cancer risk. So reduce breast cancer. And then as a result of having lower body fat and more muscle mass, a reduction in all of the disease processes that occur as a result of normal aging, normal in quotation marks, aging that leads to diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, all the things, right? So that's why we want to have hormonal optimization. And coming back to what this is about, about how to analyze lab results, do this for yourself. When anybody draws your blood and they tell you that, it's normal and you don't feel normal, don't believe it. Get the piece of paper. Look at the numbers yourself. Bring it to someone who can look at it critically because all they're saying is that you fall within 95% of the population. And that doesn't sound good to me. I don't want to be fifth percentile or 10th percentile when it comes to my hormone levels. I want to have healthy hormone levels that are going to help me to be happy, healthy, have a vibrant sex life, optimism, low body fat, high muscle mass, all the good things, right? So that was a little education about how to analyze lab reports and find somebody who can do that for you. This is where we have to advocate for ourselves, which is hard to do because we, all of us in my age group grew up in a culture where we believed exactly what the doctor said, but it's not their fault. I'm not criticizing them because I did not know this either. Frankly, I'd never even wondered about it until a couple years ago about what normal ranges meant. And I can promise you that almost nobody other than the lab director knows what those normal ranges mean. So we're not taught it in medical school. We're not taught it in residency. 
We're just simply taught to look for the things that light up, turn red or blue, and that's it. You need to know more than your doctor, and guess what? Now you do. I hope that helps, and if you have any questions about hormone optimization, you know where to reach us at completemidlifewellnesscenter.com, and we'd love to help you. See you next week. Mm-hmm.